aches, pains. Oh, I am old. Oh, time to wake up and start this. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see you there. Welcome to the Dragoon's Lair. That's right. I am the Blue Dragoon. You've woken me from my slumber, so now it's time to talk some entertainment. Because frankly, this world is getting really screwed up. Let's start with some interesting topics. I want to start off first with She-Hulk. The third episode of She-Hulk recently dropped, and there was a huge controversy over everyone complaining about She-Hulk twerking in a post-credit sequence. Yet, no one had a problem with the post-credit sequence of She-Hulk finding out from Bruce that Captain America lost his virginity during a USO show back in World War II. Like, wait, wait, you were okay with that piece of information, but She-Hulk, a character who is specifically known for breaking the fourth wall and having fun, that bothered you, and that's your, that's the end-all, be-all, that's where we gotta draw the line. <laughs> Are you high? Seriously. Like, what? what is wrong with fans that think that just because they don't like one aspect of something, then it's a problem? Look, I'm the first person to admit that when Ms. Marvel came out, I looked at the show, and I... I like to put myself into the situations as close as I can, fantastically or not, trying to like get myself in that headspace. And power-based fantasies are always easy of, you know, the good guy beating up the bad guy and stuff. But I'm not a girl. I'm also not of Middle Eastern descent. I don't have the background. Um, yeah. So basically, the character of Kamala Khan just didn't register to me in the same way. But it's not like I stopped watching the show. I actually continued to watch it. And the show grew on me. And any criticisms I have of the initial first episode, because I didn't know what to make of it, because I hadn't given it enough of a chance to really sit and bake in my brain. And you know what? I apologize to everyone that I expressed displeasure to, because the show grew on me. And it's not my favorite. But I actually really like the show. So it's it's one of those things where you're able to like truly gr wrap your head around it after you see it a little more. And you can enjoy the fun nature of the show and everything that it's dealing with. But it's something that you have to just take as it comes. Everyone's okay with Deadpool breaking the fourth wall and just going off the wall and just completely outrageous, but... She-Hulk does it, and we have a problem because it's a female character. You know, I remember back in the 90s buying comic books, and in the summertime, couple there's at least a couple years, I don't remember exactly which ones, I'm going to say probably like close to 96, 97, and that's my estimation. There were Marvel comics that came out that were summer spectaculars. When I say Summer Spectaculars, they were swimsuit issues. It was all Marvel characters in swimsuits. That's right. And I know I have at least two different ones of them sitting somewhere in my attic because, well, frankly, that's what the comic books, since I've stopped collecting because don't have the space, the time, or comic book stores are not as readily available as they used to be. But yeah, these are things that we had. And 
now all of a sudden people are getting all up in arms because a character's twerking? Seriously, can we just grow up a little bit? There are bigger complaints that need to be addressed. And She-Hulk is definitely not one of them. When Marvel does things, they're having fun with them, and people tend to enjoy them. And I will give Disney credit for that. They found a formula that works, even if it bothers some people because it could be considered driving that formula into the ground, but it doesn't. It actually just works. That you can sit back and you can have a good time. Whether it's a show or it's a movie, they give you that actual fulfillment, that a dopamine rush in your brain that you've been waiting for. And that is the thing that makes the Marvel series stand out. And their, their movies, their TV shows, they've been hits. And I don't see what the problem is. Yet, you can take a look at DC. DC, on the other hand, has some major issues. Because when it comes to Warner Brothers being bought by Discovery, it's a shit show. You're canceling tons of projects that people absolutely love. And it confuses me, because to cancel shows and things that people love, it you're going to claim you're not making money, but now you're going to push back the release of two major movies that would make you money this year, but we don't have enough money to release more than just two films, and we already have those two picked. So Aquaman and Shazam are getting kicked back. You know what? I can understand. They're trying to... Aquaman makes some sense of pushing that one back because everyone's trying to get the taste of the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial out of their mouths because it was not a good experience for a lot of people. And having Amber Heard in Aquaman 2, yeah, that's probably going to affect the movie at this point. So they're trying to rein them back in. Pull it back and see what happens. But yet you're still going to go full throttle with Ezra Miller as the Flash. You know, I've thought of a completely brilliant way to correct the Flash and fix the issues. But, you know, who knows? I'm just some schmuck on the internet, but let, let's just see. You know what? Anybody out there who wants to completely tell me, like, f please let me know because what I'm thinking is, very simply, we don't need Barry Allen's Flash anymore because when... The CW show, The Flash, ends. Grant Gustin's done. And you know what? We can do a new Flash. And anyone who grew up in the 80s and the 90s, after the first crisis on Infinite Earths, we got a Flash. We had a Flash for a very long time that was not Barry Allen. It was red-headed Wally West. And this is something that I think a lot of people would probably want to see. And that would fix the Ezra Miller situation because Ezra Miller does not fit the mold for Wally West. But let's just see what the geniuses at Discovery are going to do because, you know, they don't like paying actors because their stuff is all garbage. So they buy something that they have to actually justify paying residuals. Sorry about that. But when you got to pay residuals, it's like serious. Like, they have a problem with it. That's why they don't use SAG actors for their stuff, because it's more documentary style. When HBO and Warner Brothers have been giving great content on HBO Max, now no one knows what's going on. Batgirl gets canceled, and Batgirl 
I was super excited about Batgirl. And now it's going to end up on being shelved. And we're going to have to hope someone pirates this movie out there the same way that the Roger Corman Fantastic Four from the 80s was pirated out and it's able to be watched because, frankly, this is the only way we're ever going to see it. And you had Michael Keaton and Brendan Fraser in this movie. This movie was something that a lot of fans were looking forward to. And then you find out, oh, by the way, we're also canceling Young Justice. And Young Justice getting canceled, this is like the second time it's gotten canceled. And the real major issue with Young Justice being canceled is the fact that they left off once again on a huge cliffhanger. And spoiler alert for anyone who has not seen this final season, oh my god, you find out that, here's the spoiler, Granny Goodness has a couple of new Furies, one of whom is Mary Marvel, and the other is Kara, Supergirl herself. So, seriously, we had great stories that we could have been looking forward to, and now we've lost all of that. And why did we lose that? We lost it because the merger of two companies is usually a horrible thing for the employees. Everyone thinks, oh, the stocks are going up because people bought into this. No. These are monopolies that need to actually be structured and taken apart. You know, there's tons of streaming services out there, and the good ones are being cannibalized, and then we get stuck with garbage. And when you lose the product, what are you actually showing? Oh, well, we don't want to pay residuals. We don't want to pay people any rights. It's, you know, it it's confusing to me because we've all been convinced, and the generations that have come since the 90s, the millennial generations who could still remember Blockbuster, you know, the older millennials, because as a Gen Xer, oh, I remember Blockbuster Fridays. Blockbuster Fridays were great. You would go down there, you'd bump into friends, people you haven't seen, and everyone's trying to figure out what are they getting, what what's available, what is still on the shelf that you could rent. Now, no one owns any physical copies of things anymore. You go to the stores and they are eliminating the Blu-rays, the DVDs. These sections are gone. It's like, yeah, there's a handful of collectible ones, but it's not the same thing. And it bothers me because I have bought over a thousand DVDs in my lifetime and I still have them but you run out of space and I understand the spatial constraints of living in apartments and things and not having the ability to keep all of this physical media but right now we're losing physical media as a whole it's so hard to find things that I remember as a kid but no one's made it commercially available so if it's not made available or it's out of print and who knows if anyone's ever going to bring it back, there we've lost a lot of entertainment all due to the fact that what are we doing? We went streaming. Yeah, it sounds great, but where are the actual, uh, like where can you watch everything? You don't have that ability to just say, I want to watch this. Well, Take a look. See if it's on a streaming platform. Hey, it's not on a streaming platform. You know, I I can use this as an, a perfect example. I went the other day and 
I was sitting there and thinking, you know what? I haven't seen the Drew Carey show in the longest time. And I used to love watching the Drew Carey show. And I said, you know what? Let me take a look. And I'm looking online. And there are no streaming services that carry the Drew Carey show. And that actually bothers me because it's like, wow, like this was something I grew up watching, I enjoyed, and now it's not even available. But I have to sit there and wait until other things become available. But I want to watch it now. And it's not something... I don't have any DVDs of it. I don't have a way of watching it, and it's gone. It's not there, and it's not in any readily available form that I can sit back and say, you know what, I got it. This is what I want to watch, and now I'm watching it. No, you know, people don't have DVD players or Blu-ray players. You know, most computers nowadays don't even have CD drives, and that's what's hurting us because we've lost the ability to be able to watch physical media because everything has to be streaming. What happens when your internet goes down? Seriously, what are you going to do? Your internet goes down and, okay, you have power, but if the internet goes out, what are you watching? You're not watching anything. You don't own anything if all you've done is gone to a streaming platform and that's it. And smart TVs, forget about it. You're not watching any television you've got nothing and oh my god this is going to be insane but i've got an idea oh my god people are going to have to read (laughs) yeah you're going to actually have to pick up a book and read or find friends and be able to play a game you have any idea how difficult it is to find people to play a game I recently bought the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition player's handbook and I've been looking online trying to find a game that I can join and I want to try to learn how to play again because I haven't played since 3.5 and I still have the books but I have no one to play with. So figured, okay, they've moved editions, let me see what I could do and it's been very difficult especially if you're not willing to pay to join a game. So, yeah, I mean, you can look online. There's plenty of places, but, you know, we're we're in an era where everything is moving online and we're losing the physical copies of stuff. And that's where stuff like the Warner Brothers Discovery merger shows how vulnerable we really are. You know, the fact that I went... I'm scouring around trying to see what got canceled, and there was an Urkel cartoon that got canceled. And I'm sorry, but I actually would have liked to have seen an Urkel cartoon, and that got canceled. You know, things that I was kind of excited about, and now I'm worried that things are going to get canceled because we don't know the state of where the entertainment business is going. Now, Marvel is all gun-ho, because they've got D23 coming up, so we're going to find out all about any new Disney, any new Pixar, any new Marvel, Star Wars stuff that's coming out. They're going to be giving great reveals, which we can we all expect, and we know that this is going to be something special, because we're going to get to see stuff that we haven't seen, because they held stuff back from, like, the Comic-Con and, you know, yeah, we got some really cool stuff that we saw at Comic-Con, because the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer looked amazing. I'm very hyped because I really want to see how they do everything with Neymar and where everything goes. But I know there's more. 
and I'm looking forward to the more, seeing what's coming, what's going to be coming down the pike, where they're going with things. But this is why it's hard if you're a DC fan because they're under Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers is basically tightening up their bootstraps now that they've got Discovery at the reins, and you have no clue what 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 are things that you love that are getting canceled. You know, it's completely ridiculous, but you can actually go and see that people have no clue, and they're upset that their shows that they've been watching for a while and projects that you hear don't get to continue or they don't even get greenlit because, I mean, I really, really wanted to see Green Arrow and the Canary spinoff from Green Arrow on the CW, and that was said no. Um, Wayward Sisters, the spinoff for Supernatural, I wanted to see this. Like, there were a bunch of spinoffs and things from properties that I enjoyed that I would have loved to have seen, but they're not there anymore, and they're gone. And because we're not getting physical media, it makes it very difficult to understand that when we don't have the physical media, we don't actually have the ability to watch the things that we want to watch. Um, there are plenty of great free apps with things to watch, but there's always licensing issues and things, so we're never going to see everything. You know, there's a lot of lost art that we're never going to see again because it's being pushed aside. You know, when you try to read books and you're being told that, yeah, that's not available anymore because, oh, it was banned from schools, because, oh, you know, it doesn't fit into a mold of what a minority of people want, so that's why we don't get to see that. And I didn't really want to get political, but I am going to at this point because, you know, I I was watching something on TV and they were talking about a book burning that an evangelical church was doing that they actually went and they were they said to bring your Harry Potter books like Harry Potter is a gateway to witchcraft you know I'm sorry but I'm an American I was born in this country I I love this country for what it once was I am embarrassed of what we've become when you can't figure out fact from fiction. I'm a guy on the internet. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth as I see it, but I'm also not going to sit there and tell people things that make absolutely no sense whatsoever. Because if I told you things that made absolutely no sense, if I told you, as an example, do not do this, thumbtacks are a great snack. If someone is dumb enough to go and get some thumbtacks and try to eat them as a snack, I'm at fault for that. And that is not something that I would ever want responsibility for. But these people are willing to shout out the loudest, obnoxious, nonsensical garbage. And it's okay for them. And that's part of the reason why entertainment's become as difficult as it is. Because... You have people that are pushing their ideals and their values. And I'm not picking a political side because the thing is, and this is the way I feel about this, and I'm sure I'm going to go in depth on this in other episodes down the line when I have co-hosts and guests and things that'll help process the show, but I needed to get this out because 
for a first episode, I really wanted you guys to see like where I stand on a lot of things because I'm not part of the woke and I'm not part of the awakened. Those things are ridiculous to me. It's a basic logic. You know, I'm not out there to try to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, if you tell me you want to be called something and addressed a certain way, as long as you make it known, I will do my best to make sure that that is how I address you. That is how I will make sure you are seen through my eyes and how you are made to feel comfortable. But I'm also not going to sit there and say that, oh, I'm going to just say whatever because I don't care about other people's feelings. I'm not out there to hurt anyone's feelings. But there is a certain level that people forget that comedy, someone's usually the butt of a joke. And comedies aren't the same as what they used to be. Now, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with this Jamie Foxx-like movie that he's got that it's being held off into the side, and he's waiting because, and he said it, it's, you can't really go and do comedy nowadays the way that you used to be able to get away with stuff. You know, you can't make fun of people because people all get upset and outraged. You know, movies and television shows have sparked outrage Comedians have always been like at a major point of controversy. And it's something that bothers me because there's no reason that somebody should be in the midst of a controversy for what? What exactly are you part of a controversy of? You have to seriously take into consideration that I'm sitting there and I'm saying, okay, you know, we, we've had a good run. And this is actually funny to me, you know. I sit there right now and I'm going to make some people upset. And I know you're going to get upset when I say this, but the MAGA Republican Party, who is all evangelical, you guys make me laugh more than anything else. And I say that because the Republican Party, I used to think when I was a kid, it was so cool because Michael J. Fox as Alex P. Keaton, you know, he rebelled against his parents and was fiscally responsible and all this stuff. And that to me seemed like a cool kind of Republican. And I was sold as a Gen Xer on trickle-down economics, and I see it, it's, a, it's a lie, it's bullshit, and it goes nowhere. But then you go and you take a character like Alex B. Keaton, and he's gone. You don't have that in the party anymore. Now it's conspiracy theories and all sorts of craziness. And, you know, oh, things were stolen, and you can't believe this, and baby's blood and all that. It's ridiculous to me that people haven't understood that you can't spout nonsense without proof. The internet is not always true. It reminds me of the old commercial, and I don't know how many people remember this, and it it's the, that commercial where you have the girl is getting ready for the date, and it's like, yeah, she's telling her friend, yeah, I met him online, you know, he's a model. Yeah, the internet never lies. Oh, the internet is full of lies. It's full of lies because you can say whatever you want. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I hate playing online games because when I tried to play on the PlayStation 3 Grand Theft Auto because free online service to play a game that I physically bought the game. But thank you for charging everything because everywhere it's now you got to pay. But <laughs> that's my pet peeve there. But when you actually go and you 
sit back and you think about it, and you're playing one of these games, and this is a mature-rated game. Now I'm on there. I am way older than probably the ki- the people that were in this online game, and I keep getting sniped. This kid kept finding me, stalking me every time I revived. You know, I got to the point where I actually turned my mic on because I didn't have a mic on. I didn't feel I needed to. I plugged that mic in, and I made sure it was on, and I said to this kid, I'm like, you know what, you little shit? You're not even old enough to have this game. Where the fuck are your parents? And yeah, that's right. I said it. And I don't care because people aren't monitoring what their kids are doing. And I get it. It's very difficult nowadays to monitor and keep access of what your kids are doing. But maybe we need to pull back the reins a little bit when it comes to some, some things our kids get. I am not a parent. So I am not in a place where I can say that you need to do this for your kids or you shouldn't or you should or shouldn't do this. This is just a recommendation because the way I look at things is, okay, if you're going to raise your kid, do you want your kid to be able to be responsible and respectful or are you just going to let them run wild? Now, I grew up where, yeah, I had a TV in my room. I got in trouble for not doing my homework, but these are stupid little things, but I never got in major trouble for things because, well, frankly, I was told, okay, you go to bed at this time. Yeah, I tried to break those rules as much as I could, but that's what everybody does when they're young. But there still comes a point where you're like, okay, so there were some things I was cut off from, but I still, I found my ways around it. But still, it's, you know, <laughs> that was the problem with, they gave me a VCR. That <laughs> was somebody's stupid idea. <laughs> But no, so it's, you know, nowadays people watch everything. They're streaming things. Parents don't know exactly what their kids are watching on the internet because, yeah, you might have YouTube on or whatever, It, but kids are able to change things. You know, kids are really smart nowadays when it comes to technology, and a lot of parents just fall behind. And it's sad because, you know, parents are, they're not concerned about what they're, the kind of content that their children are consuming from television because television the internet that's the babysitter that's because the parents have to work so when both parents have to work yeah you're not going to have a family structure where we're going to get entertainment like we used to because now everything is at your fingertips you know i remember waking up early because every day you got up early for school so Saturday mornings you got up early even Sundays when you they were not as big but just early enough that you're you grab that bowl of cereal you're sitting down in front of the TV and you're watching those Saturday morning cartoons those were some of the best times because then you would go and you would talk to your friends when you got to school because you didn't you weren't texting them you didn't have a cell phone there you didn't call them up on the weekend and if you did it was usually cuz you guys were going to go out after car- Saturday morning cartoons were over all right let's go to the park you know let's go play ball you know we're going to go ride bikes so you were actually active and out there and you know i love entertainment and it's something that i studied and i'm passionate about it and there are a lot of movies and tv shows and things i i've sat there and thought i could fix them but I also see that it's like, you know what? I'm glad that someone reined me in. My mom pulled back and she prevented me from watching certain things. She drew the line when she found something inappropriate. And, you know, I was not happy with it at the time, but I respect her. 
it's my mom. She made a decision like that, and I had to sit back and really think about it. And I'm, yeah, I can sit there and say it's, you know, it was rough, but they were decisions that my mom made, and I disagreed with them then. But I can look back now and say, you know what, now I'm old enough. If I want to watch something, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Oh, there were plenty, plenty of TV shows and anime, movies, things I should not have been watching that I was exposed to way early. Uh, I lived off of horror movies when I was definitely not old enough to be watching them. But, you know, that was back then. But there was still more. You go outside. You go play. We had toys. We didn't have computers at our beck and call. We didn't have a phone that'll tell you everything you need to know. So, I mean... If you take one thing away from anything I'm saying right now, it's just every now and then it's great to disconnect and enjoy the outside world. But if you're not going to enjoy the outside world, go to the movie theater, see a movie, enjoy something, but have a sense of humor. The sense of humor that people used to have, you know, I get it. There's a lot of things and movies that are not is okay because there are things on TV and movies that we had in the 80s and 90s that, yeah, they wouldn't fly today. But at the same time, you have to understand different time. And yeah, it's going to not hit the same way, but I still enjoy them. But you still need the butt of a joke. Everyone's going to be somebody's punching bag at some point or another. I mean, let's face it. If you have older or younger siblings, Someone was picking on somebody. You know, it was what you did because it was it was those little moments that just kind of gave you a little chuckle. But that's the thing. And I want to get back to, like, Warner Brothers Discovery because I'm not a huge DC fan, but I've always been hopeful for DC. You know, I remember watching the very first time I saw Batman with Michael Keaton in 1989. Oh my God. I couldn't look away from the screen. And it was the first time I went to a movie. And saw it twice. And that to me was something. So amazing and so epic. And. I didn't know anything about the controversy. About people not being sure of Michael Keaton. I just went and I saw it. And I was like oh my God this is great. This is I love this. And I want to see it again. But. It's one of those things where it's like. DC had the start. They were ahead of the game when it came to making good superhero movies. And if you look back at the slew of superhero movies, DC got the jump, and DC Warner Brothers, their animated stuff has been top-notch. And it's a shame that we're like losing a lot of this because poor management decisions... Because the person in charge over there truly does not know what the fans want. They only want to know what they think is going to go and save the shareholders' money and be able to turn a good fourth quarter profit. If, you know, frankly, I'm not in the mood to deal with a lot of their nonsense because there's bigger things going on in the world and there are bigger issues. And I'll address those on another episode. When you start canceling things that people love and are enjoying and you don't even give them 
an opportunity to see some of the stuff. You know, going for a cheap tax write-off. Oh, my God. The fact that it's even being called a tax write-off for canceling Batgirl. You know, I, I didn't care too much when I heard that they were can- they canceled Batwoman, the series. It, I watched it, but I didn't find it as good as Black Lightning, which I feel like it could have done more. We could have gone a little longer with Black Lightning. And Legends of Tomorrow? Oh, Legends of Tomorrow left off, introduced my all-time favorite DC character, Booster Gold, and it was Donald Faison. Oh my God, it was, oh, he was amazing. And it was the one thing that I was sitting there saying, oh God, we need another season or at least another movie, like a movie of this, just to finish it off. And we don't get that. Why? Because it gets canceled. You know, when we can't, we see these cancellations and yeah, it's nice when actors get to move on to other things because we can see them in other projects. But you know what? Sometimes it's nice when they get a chance to finish off their characters you know, end them in a proper way that satisfies everyone. I don't know how many people out there can sit there and say that they remember when shows used to never, ever get a true finale. And I'm going to use an example. Pirates of Dark Water. Great animated series. Great cast. It had the effect, it was in the 90s, You know, there was a bit of an ecological element to it, but it was so good, and it just gets canceled. And it blew my mind, because I was waiting, and I'm like, where's the next episode? And I'm a kid. No internet. I don't know rumors about what's going on. I don't know when they're making announcements about things getting canceled. And it gets canceled. And I'm sitting there, and I'm upset now. I mean... In the 80s, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon never got a, com- a never got an ending. And that bothered me because I really enjoyed the show. And yet, now we're sitting there and there are fan-made one- endings that are on on YouTube and stuff. And I watched one recently and I, I loved it. It was the story that they told because when I bought the box set on DVD, it was a radio drama of what would have been the final episode and left things open, and it was amazing. And the people who worked on the fan one, oh, it was chef's kiss, just beautiful. Like, literally, literally, just, it was a, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I wanted to use my uh, my soundboard a little bit, but it's one of those things where now we're kind of sitting there, and you have to realize that, okay, as I'm doing all of this, it's, I want to see more. I'm not getting more. Why am I not getting more? I don't get it. Things just, things weren't clicking at the time as to why. Because we didn't have the internet. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is the internet changed a lot of things and gave us access to a lot of great stuff. But it also has now cost us a lot of things. Because we don't have video stores that you can go to anymore and buy physical copies of things. You know, you can't just order a DVD or a VHS of what it was, of a movie that you remembered that you loved. You know, 
I got to try and find a movie that it's been on my mind and let's see how many people can say anything about it, but it's the movie Angus. You know, I that was 90s movie and I enjoyed it. The Green Day was pretty much the soundtrack to that movie and I don't think it's available on DVD at this point or if if it is, it's probably going to cost an arm and a leg because I don't think it's on a streaming platform. I'm not going to look it up right now because I'm talking to you guys. And you know what's important? Talking to you guys. Because I want you guys to think. And I want you guys to engage with me. So, you know, my socials are definitely open. You can definitely find me on Instagram at bluedragoon13. And send me a message on Instagram. I'll Like, Instagram, you know what? You want to send me a message? That's probably the best way to do it. My Twitter will be posted in the link that I have on t- on my Instagram. So you'll be able to get all my socials that you want to follow or whatever. But I want to start us off on a ride where, yeah, I complained a little bit. But it, it hopefully gave like some thoughtful commentary to things. And I don't want to keep you guys like for a full hour for a first episode. And it's only me. I will have other people here and guests and stuff down the line, but I do just really want to sit there and say thank you to everyone who listens and is listening to me today. You know, ugh, crack that back again. You know, ugh, coming out of retirement of podcasting. <laughs> and I say that not as a joke. It literally is like, this is like coming out of retirement for me. Used to have an old show with a buddy of mine. And um, we had a lot of great times, and I kind of miss those days. And hopefully I can get them back as guests at some points. But, yeah, it's this is one of those things where we're just trying to enjoy the moment. And I'll tell you, I mean, I went to the, the last movie I saw in theaters was the Dragon Ball Super Superheroes movie. It bothers me that there's two supers back to back, but <laughs> that's just a minor little gripe. The more of my gripe was the fact that the mo- I, I enjoyed the movie, but the animation style it wasn't hand drawn. It felt like I was playing a cell shaded video game, only I didn't have the controller. And it's this is the way that things are changing. And you know, media is very fascinating when it comes to the internet and anime and TV shows, you know, any streaming platform, movies that you're seeing in the theaters. These are all things that we all enjoy. I mean, it's the same thing as picking up a book and reading it. And you can immerse yourself in that world. Immersing yourself in these worlds of fantasy and fiction. And these are great escapes and things that can definitely make us feel amazing and we should all just take a little time and enjoy them. You know, we don't all have to share the same, like, interests. But if you do, find a community. Join together and talk about these things. It's probably the one thing that'll bring people together. And I've noticed it every time I go to a convention. Whether it's a comic book convention, whether it's a horror convention, and any convention that you go to. You can find some of the nicest people, and if you're standing in line waiting to meet someone and get their autograph, 
you end up talking to somebody who's in front of you or behind you in line and you can end up walking away meeting somebody and having a a good conversation with somebody and that's what this world is missing right now is the communication and something to bond over you know if we can bond over anything let it be over the love of a movie the enjoyment we get from a tv show you know these are things that we can talk about anywhere you know and they're not taboo topics their interests and things that can get you excited about. And when something gets you excited and you want to talk about it, that is probably one of the greatest things you can have a conversation with someone about because you're excited and that can also get them excited about it and it might expose them to something they haven't seen and open up their eyes to a whole new way of seeing things. And it really is something special when you actually get to enjoy these things. And if you can go and sit there and share your passions with other people, that truly is one of the most amazing things out there to do. And I encourage everyone, after you're done listening to this, find the show or a movie, something you haven't talked to somebody about in a while. Find the chat room or, or you know, a Reddit group and... See if somebody out there enjoys it the way you do. Share your passion with somebody. Let me know what your passions are. You find Blue Dragoon 13, the number 13, and Dragoon is, it's B-L-U-E-D-R-A-G-O-O-N, the number 13. You can find me on Twitch. You can also find me on YouTube and You'll also be able to find me on, like I said, Instagram. And on Instagram, you can send me a message. And more than likely, I'll either see it, I won't. But if you send me a friend request with a message, I'll definitely see it more. We'll see what happens. But seriously, like, I want to know like, what you guys are passionate about, what you're watching. Tell me a song whether it's from a TV show or an album, something that gets you excited. Because if you can get excited about something, then maybe you can help spread that joy and excitement to somebody else. And that's all that I ask, is that we enjoy what the way this world should be enjoyed, is sharing a little piece of ourselves with someone else, and having a good conversation about it. Because I've lost hours talking to people about things that I love and that they share a passion about. And hopefully, I'll be able to do that with you guys. So, for now, I am Blue Dragoon, also known as Daniel the Dragon, signing off. You guys have yourselves a beautiful day. Now get out of my cave.